What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome to another edition of a Tuffy Talk episode and Tuffy Talk After Dark, y'all. After Dark. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we are rolling once again. This is a continuation of the live show from January 9th. Uh, so make sure if you haven't checked out that live show, first and foremost, go check that out first and then come right back here. But we're basically continuing off talking about the topics we were not able to talk about, such as a little bit more about football recruiting, um, talk a little bit about football for next year in general, talk a little bit of women's basketball, gymnastics, softball, baseball, you name it. But let's get to it first as the biggest one, which I, I really want to talk about here is women's basketball. Y'all as NC state suffered a heartbreaking loss to Virginia tech, number 13, Virginia tech on the road in Blacksburg. And I just want to say this right now that literally looking through my, if you, if you go to Tuffy talk and you find basically where I was tweeting about the games and you go down, you're basically seeing like, like, like I, I was fully because like, you know, I, the reason why I'm saying this is that when I put out the tweets, basically with the videos, with the close up angle of, of the Virginia Tech player sh- literally shuffling a full step on the screen, yeah. a, a lot of people were saying, oh, like, you know, you're making excuses. You're you're crying like, you know, you lost, you know, you're saying you lost because of that. Like, but literally not even 30 minutes before I put those tweets out, I literally put out tweets saying, hey, listen, it was a heck of a game. We played well. There's a lot to build off here. Virginia Tech got this one. We'll see them again in, in February. All good. Like, I literally was had I had almost no issues with that loss whatsoever. But as people started to bring up the legal screen, I started, you know, well, okay, like, you know, I don't think you're really going to get that call in a last-second shot, so I don't, I get it. But then I watched the replay, and I say, wow, that is – if that's not a legal screen – I don't know what an illegal screen is. Like, like she it was, was, it was bad. She was and out there so, pass blocking. If she was full out pass blocking, like <laughs> seriously, like I, I like Brent, Brent Pry and 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 would have been absolutely impressed to say the least. Let's put it that way. <laughs> if if so. you think men's officiating is horrible in, in in ACC basketball, women's is ten times as worse. Like, oh, it's like bad. They are so inconsistent. Uh, before that, you had a three-pointer that literally hit the top of the basket and went in, and they counted it. Like I, I thought that was an out-of-bounds thing, but maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had you – had, uh, here's another thing. We've gotten called for it numerous times this year. Well, women, for some reason, they like to kind of hop into their shot. Um, we've gotten called on that for travel numerous times this year. Virginia Tech did it at least twice and made three-pointers mm-hmm. on each of those. Um, so, look. At the end of the day, we went cold in the fourth quarter. Uh, we couldn't buy a bucket. We got out of our game. That's what ultimately lost us the game. It, it yes. you know, like were there bad calls? Yeah, of course. There's always gonna be bad calls, but we literally went probably, I don't know, four minutes without a basket. No, it felt it like it was close to seven. Was it close to seven? Okay, I was, I was gonna say five, but I, well, I didn't realize it was seven. Mm-hmm. Um. So you had that. Uh, we got cute with timeouts, calling timeout after time. Like if you hold that last timeout in your back pocket, you can advance the ball with point nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there's some things under, there that under go ahead. under three seconds though. Are you really expecting to get the ball back? Right. No. I'm just. Like, I mean, it was, it was one point nine exactly is what it was. And yeah. no, I mean you get, you, will, you get the yeah. ball back, but it's like, can you do anything with it? Is the question. And yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. obviously. Like, we can, yeah, yeah, we can yeah. money more than quarterback this thing. Um, Wes, I'm never going to really question Wes. I mean, you know, he's the man. 
Um, there's some little things there, but again, not not getting a bucket for seven minutes is is gonna doom you. Yeah, that's the uh, only thing that. Yeah. like that's all you have to say. All right, we <laughs> choked yeah. the game away. We we choked the game away. Yeah, we got I mean, tight. We had that game. We were up by as what many? Like what eleven? Yeah, we were up 11, by eleven with less than eight minutes left. Choked and the game Tech away. Went out twelve and zero run. Yeah, that reminded me of reverse of. Uh, uh, Louisville a couple years ago when we were you know when, when we pulled we off won. that yeah mm-hmm. yeah so you're sense. gonna you're gonna you're gonna get some you're gonna lose some I oh. think honestly this is gonna be um I don't think wake up call is the right word because this team is still playing very well um and by the way well, we didn't even talk about you weren't playing with River yeah, Baldwin you were playing you're, with your yeah uh, that's a person that with ten points that's averaging player. over ten points a game yeah. um, Madison Hayes had a really great game uh, I thought Gosh, Lacey still did some ridiculous. nice things. Um, Zoe Brooks, Zoe Brooks made a couple freshman mistakes. Um, but again, what's that? Not a great night for her. No, great day. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's one loss in a very tough ACC that you're probably going to get nine on the road. You're going to sold out by the way, like they, like castle arena. I think it's castle Mm -hmm. arena or castle Coliseum. Castle Coliseum. Yeah. Sold out environment, 10,000 people roughly. Um, and you lost by a bucket. So yep. there's nothing to hang your hats on. Yep. Or absolutely. hang your heads down, excuse me. Well, and because again, I mean, if we're talking, you know, NCAA resume, I mean, I mean, you couldn't have a better loss on your resume right. than that right. one, you know. If you're gonna lose, so, that's the one to lose. Right? Amen. And well, it's early. Yeah. You get well, a rematch and, and, with them too, yeah. Well, and, and I fully see it as a wake up call because just like you said, Greg, because we, we gave it away. Like like right. like Virginia Tech didn't beat us. We just we mm. we lost. We gave it away. Yeah, we shouldn't have lost that game. Simple yep. as that. We we dominated the whole game up until those last eight minutes of the game. So yeah, uh, yeah, we got out. Of, I mean, we got out of sync. We got up. We got out of playing our game. Um, yeah. I thought like like Sanaya had a really good game, but I thought there were some moments where Sanaya should have just put the team on her back and, and willed us to victory. I mean, she basically did on that last play, so that's really not a fair assessment to say of her. Um, but that was you know. I know you think you win the game when you when you get that play right, like you know you, you right. with one point nine seconds left, you think you're you think you're gonna win the game, and I don't think there was a, a lull. It was just you know Mimi Collins. Here's the other thing: maybe maybe you don't put someone on the inbounds passer. You know, maybe you maybe you pull an extra defender down to to cover down. I, I don't know, but well, I don't think we did have somebody on on. I don't think we did have anybody. I thought we did. No, because that that was no. that was the controversy. Was people were saying, "Well, why didn't you go?" Because it was such a beautiful pass. Mm. People were saying, "Well, it maybe it wouldn't have been such a beautiful pass if he had somebody guarding the inbound." Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, but I don't know. I also hate the rule where you you can <laughs> you did make that known. I yeah, it. I hate it. Yeah, I know everybody gets the same advantage, but it just makes no sense. Every other play, you have to go the length of the court to score. Right. right? Yeah, it's interesting that men's don't do it, but men's uh, actually uh, NBA, NBA does allows it. it to, yeah, yeah, so that's one so of those like, either all or none. Yeah. Well, because NBA it makes sense because then they they're all about the money, and obviously, if if I can push it up, right, that's going to lead to much more dramatic opportunities. Exactly, yeah. exactly, Greg. Yeah. So, um, so it makes sense. But yeah, now not for women, but anyway, uh, at the end of the day, I mean, it's a great game. It was a great game. Yeah. It was a great pass. Like, I mean, I got to give it to that inbounder. It, like, it was the perfect pass like yeah. like so i mean i give it to inbounder all day long um but again missed opportunity but no issues there moving on to the next one the one UVA thing i will say i thought we got a raw deal and dropping to sixth yeah i agree when, when colorado jumped ahead of us and yeah we, i agree we, colorado like we crushed them by crazy. 18 
Yeah, yeah, that's good. Again, again, at the end of the day, the AP doesn't doesn't seed. Um, yes. you know, it's the committee, but it's Where's like Virginia Tech at. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Right? Ten. I think they went from like ten? thirteen to ten. Yeah, that doesn't. They dropped us down three. They dropped. They went up three. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. If you beat a team head to head, you should not be behind them. Right. Correct. And I get because we lost one on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Neutral. Neutral. But yeah. Well, no, no. Sorry. We we oh losing Virginia Tech. I got you on the road by one point, and we dropped three spots. Yeah. 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 So again, yeah. But anyway, it's all good. On to the next. We'll be fine. Uh, and uh, also, too, uh, uh, it, this was also a tweet of the week as well. But uh, Ethan McDowell, or uh, we just kind of pulled it from Ethan McDowell, but it was just a comment from Wes Moore saying that uh, River Ball wins ankle injury will keep her out two to three weeks, quote unquote, probably, but there's no set in stone yeah. timeline. And, and luckily enough, luck, the one thing I'll say, luckily enough, Wes Moore doesn't have the reputation of, of being like Doran and saying, yeah, it might be two or three weeks, but we're not sure. And then all of a sudden, like two or three weeks comes and he says, yeah, no season ending. So, so go ahead, Greg. Yeah. So the nice thing is during that two to three, we have our, our bye week. So, um, so, so, you know, she won't miss two games that week. So it, yeah. hopefully it's only maybe four to five games that she'll miss. Yeah. So, which I mean, looking at that well, stretch, four to five more. Excuse me, she already missed the one, but yeah, yeah, I got you. And assuming that timeline is correct, that means she should be back for UNC and the rematch against Virginia Tech. Yep. Well, yep. And, and exactly. I mean, look, looking at the looking at our next opponents, uh, we're hosting Virginia, go to Miami, hosting Duke, at Clemson, and then at Boston College, which none of them no, are ranked. No now. world beaters. I mean, Right. No, 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 exactly. No UNC, no Louisville, yeah. no Virginia Tech, yeah. no Notre Dame, <laughs> things like that. So winnable games. And especially especially now that we've seen what we saw from Mimi Cons and uh, Maddie Cox uh, versus Elizabeth Kidley, who I think is by far going to be the best center that State will play against all year. I mean, you feel confident that, that you can at least hold the ropes without it without a problem for those for those six games for the rest of this month. So not 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 really too worried there. Um, but, uh, moving on, uh, you know, as well, wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the big week that we've had, uh, you know, from, for, uh, for football with, uh, began the announcement of no Rogers finally coming to NC state, which I know for <laughs> has been the worst kept secret in the history of NC state recruiting. I mean, make it, I know like typically like you need inside pack sports, you need, Pack Pride, you need the Wolf Packer, you need one of those guys to get that insider, you know, knowledge, or you need to know somebody that knows somebody. But I mean, like, I, 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 I mean, it, it was it was borderline that that you know when you opened up your computer that the password to your computer was No Rogers. I mean, like, right. like don't tell anybody it, that. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> it, no. Um, no, it was he. Everybody was like, like implying that he was maybe coming to stay, and it's like. Okay, look, dude, like, I don't just get irritated <laughs> with it. I was like, stop doing that until he comes. Because if he, like, if he doesn't show up to NC State, then it's going to be really irritating. Uh, but, I mean, he's a guy, I mean, for the recruiting junkies, he's like one of the cream of the crop prospects out of North Carolina. He's what you call a blue chip prospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalen Smothers was. But um, he's on the Peyton Wilson level. Right. Yeah. He had. Five, he was a five-star ranking on some sites. Um, you, that's like what top forty in the country, regardless of position, generally speaking. So um, he's the real deal as a prospect. 
Mm-hmm. He didn't get to play at Ohio State. When he picked Ohio State, it was right over NC State. He almost committed to NC State the last time. But he didn't play because he's Marvin Harrison and Ibuka and whoever it's else insane. is there. Yeah. Like, those are going to be first, second-round draft picks this year in the draft. So, like, he redshirted, got to preserve his redshirt, and he has four years of eligibility left. I mean well, – And that's why I want to ask you, Greg, like, low-key – him go because like if he would have come to state he probably would have played last year um, mm-hmm. or he probably would have played this season just because we needed the depth yeah. but low-key is him going to ohio state maybe the best thing for nc state hindsight 2020 so to, to learn from guys like marvin harrison yeah to learn from the coaching staff yeah uh to you know preserve that red shirt instead of coming to nc state where you know okay maybe he can help but maybe he won't before we continue, we want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dress-Up Insurance Group, that has your whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Dress-Up protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Dress-Up. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. Yeah, so I guess you can look at it a couple of different ways. You can look at it from that angle, but I also look at it where, yes, he did redshirt, but you probably are going to lose him after two years instead of three years, right? Because yeah, he will hopefully. be yeah, helpful. Right, right. I mean, and that, well, that's a good problem to have, and we'll deal with that when yeah. we get there. But, you know, how much of a difference would he have made this year, you know, yeah. in this offense? Because we struggled at wide receiver. Um, right. at the end of the day, I'm just glad he's here. I don't care if it took him a year to figure it out. Um, I think yep. he's going to be, he's going to be a great asset to this team. I think the only thing that we didn't know, cause it was pretty much a foregone conclusion. He was going to come here. Really? The only secret now is, is he, was he going to wear five or 80, right? Like that <laughs> yeah. was the only unknown about that whole, about that whole, uh, situation. But, uh, man, uh, <laughs> The wide receiver room was went from a weak, a major weakness to a major like asset. And oh, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, like who who? And we kind of talked about this in, in our Discord. Who gets left out? Like obviously it'll work know. itself out, you know. But if but if all things are kind of equal, you know, who do you who who sits and who plays? I, I think it's honestly a foregone conclusion that we're going to have the strongest wide receiver room in the AC next well, year. I mean, Mike Glennon and a few other people. I know Mike Glennon was on the pack therapy, pack therapy. stuff. Mm-hmm. He said, I mean, I think it's – I think now that you got Roger, I think it is NC State. And Mike doesn't say those things. I don't know. Enough. I actually want to go look to myself, be honest with you. I want to know who is better because I'm like, when was the last time State could say that? I mean, it's not been in the last – this decade. No. The last decade? Well, maybe not that either. So no. I'm uh, – I mean, we've had I'm some really nice pieces, curious. but I don't know if we had them right. all at the same time. The room? Best yeah. room? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's – you got Rogers, you've got Grimes, you've got Paylor, Anderson, Boston, Zachary, um, Kevin Concepcion. Concepcion. I, I, I didn't even got to those guys at Jackson. Zachary Collins. Yeah. Right. Collins. And you still yeah. got leftovers. Uh, leftovers is a Coit, right word, but Baldwin, Coit, Gray. Um, Julian Gray. Yeah. You know, it's stacked. Your, your mid tier receiving room last year is now down because of what you brought in mm-hmm. that is so top heavy. Mm-hmm. That's a really good thing, right? And you I think they're going to make each other better too. 
Like, like, they're, right. like they're going to go. I know it's not a competition per se against each other, but they're going to try to one up each other, right? And that only makes yeah. you a, a yeah. better, a better. I mean, I mean, you know, Casey starting next year. Is he? K- yeah, <laughs> you dummy. Um, but if you have like, I mean, like, I don't, I don't want to assume, but like, I mean, you would. It's, what's your guess? Is it Rogers and Grimes and Casey? Is it? Collins, I think it's KC, probably. and Rodgers, is it? Here's the nice thing I'll say. You might see guys only playing, like especially those true freshmen, only getting their four games in and, yeah. and, and be able to preserve their red shirt and still be assets to the team at, at mm-hmm. certain points of the of the season, right? And here's the yeah. other thing it does. If you do have an injury, you can almost call a guy up from the taxi squad, right, if he hasn't yeah. you know, done his four games. And, and here's the, he's yeah. plug and play. And here's the downside to it too. Like, this is transfer portal is the way it is now. Like, mm-hmm. there's five freshmen on NC State's roster now. Yeah, we're gonna that, lose some of them. It's just that, gonna, that could transfer too. Like, we have Keenan Jackson. This, you know, this, you know, class. He may not. He may. Hey, I didn't get to play. He may go I'm back and leave. Jamar Boston would be like, Hey, what the heck? I want to go back to South Carolina. I want to play yeah. for whoever. So yeah. you don't know. But that's a good problem to have, right? That that's what that's why your NIL has to be strong, which it has been, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I mean, I'm, guys, they carve out rules. Out of that room, the ones that carve out rules, you know, they Bill got a really Jack. good chance to yeah. be good, right? They're going to have to be good. So, and the law of averages says you're not going to hit on all five of those dudes, right? Yeah, no, you know, absolutely. it just and that's not a that's not a ding on them. Um, just not. It's just time the, to go around. yeah, there's not enough playing time, right? So, how can you really get developed? Um, because yeah. you know you have guys that show up and practice, but just doesn't it doesn't translate to the to the to the to the bright lights. Yeah. But just to kind of make two points here, I mean, first of all, I mean, how crazy is it that Keenan Jackson, a four-star wide receiver, one of the biggest, you know, uh, wide receiver recruits in in this 2023 class is going to next year be as of right now from what like we're seeing on paper right now, your seventh, sixth or seventh best wide, like top wide receiver, right. like 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 at least that, initially. When have we ever in the history of NC State been able to say that? In the history of NC State been able to say that? Like, we have never been this deep, ever. Simple as that. And then we haven't even talked about tight end-wise. You have Justin Jolly. You have Dante Daniels. Jolie. You have uh, you have who? Jolie. It's Jolie. No, yeah, Jolie. Jolie. Justin Jolie. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Justin Jolie, okay. Dante Daniels, uh, uh, and, and Javante Vereen. <laughs> right, and who then, was borderline five-star last year. Who was borderline five-star last year. And then running backs, you have Jordan Waters, Kendrick Raphael, and now Hollywood Smothers. Like, and you still got Grayson McCall. You have offensive line. You have Tim McKay, Belton, that you know is trending the coming back, but is, is not for sure. You still have McKay, you still have Carter, and then you st- and you have Zeke Carell, who's I mean going to be one of the top centers in the country next year. You're still going to have Dawson Jaramillo, Jacarius Peak, who I mean could be a phenomenal offensive lineman for State, aka the offense is going to be stupid. Well, and year. you've got guys that were true freshmen this year, like um, um, Smith, not Smith, Jones, Jones, and um, who was the kid we got from Georgia that we interviewed? Um, Big guy. Um, uh, one more time. Oh, Obi, Obi. Yeah, what's called Obasui. Obasui. Yeah, Yeah, and then we got Obadiah Obasui. I think. And then we got a couple guys in Martin in this year's freshman class. That's gonna be pretty good. Um, and then the one dude, Missouri transfer. Yeah, the Missouri transfer too. Yeah. Um, but here's here's one thing. Um, because we kind of talked about on the live stream. Crazy. We kind of talked about the top three running backs. Who would be? A, f- a fourth. Do you maybe slide Paler over there? Yeah. 
I think know. Anderson and Paler play this year to some degree. Yeah, think- they play. I don't. I don't see Zachary Boston or Jackson mm-hmm. playing as much. Maybe Jackson does. I could see Jackson. I could. Jack- I could definitely see Jackson get his four in. But but that's yeah. like you're at that point. You're at your wide receiver six, and that's not yeah. even talking about Collins. That's not Darrell talking Anderson. about Gray. No, I'm, I'm saying like let's 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 say you have a three of you have a three of Casey, Noah, and Wesley. I'm just spitballing. Yeah, here. Don't you have dis- I feel like I feel like it's also disrespecting Jay. Let, let, let's listen to this because we're not disrespecting the car. Let's go Casey, Collins, and Noah. I think he's the highest I think Collins. Guy. What about Grimes? Pencil. There's four. Right, right. I'm saying I'm saying let's just say you start let's three start receivers. Three. Yeah, three receivers. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Your back. two guys. So your best right now are Kate on this that we already know the system here. That's Casey and Dakari. And then you go with your highest ranked transfer is Noah. So let's at least you're starting three. So then you've got your your next, your two deep rate right, basically is Wesley, uh, Gray, Paler, yeah. Wesley, Gray, Anderson, Wesley, Paler, Anderson, Coit. somewhere in there. Coit, arguably Coit, Jackson, Boston, or like your wide receiver, your, your, your third, your three deep basically. Yeah. Baldwin's yeah. pretty much off the radar. Maybe Coit just becomes um, a specialist because you know he handled a lot of that stuff last year. It, Gray's yeah. already got a role specialist. as a as a kicker kicker turn specialist. Coit is too, so they have roles. They're somewhat happy. Um, you know, I, it's it's a really good problem to have. I don't. Know, I think I like that a lot. It's just going to have to figure it out. Like we're saying, like you made the point, it's going to be crazy or explosive. Like could be it probably should be right because you got the quarterback you've got a decent line the most consistent thing on NC State's offense next year is going to be the offensive line mm-hmm. which is kind yeah. of weird but they came on as of late in the season yeah, like they were good once they you know game. once they got a good rotation here's yeah. the thing we kind of talked about rotations right for for the basketball team that becomes like your wide receiver room is like what is that rotation um mm-hmm. you know I yeah. again it it gives you the flexibility to do a lot of things. Um, it gives you flexibility if, gosh, gosh forbid, you have injury. Yeah. Um, you know, and the one really good positive out of all of this by adding running backs and more to your wide receiver room, Casey should be fresh down the stretch. And you could tell, like, the last couple of games um, and in the bowl game, like, Casey oh, yeah. was just wore the heck out. Like, he was just Absolutely. like, thank gosh the season is over. Yeah. Right. 100%. 100% agree. So with that being said, Wolfpack Nation, we're going to take a quick pause right there, and we'll end part one of the Tuffy Talk After Dark episode. We'll pick uh, back up in part two, talking uh, baseball, uh, talking a little bit about other NC State sports as well. Uh, so make sure to tune in for that, and to make sure you do not miss out on that, hit that free subscribe button, hit that notification bell. If you enjoyed this conversation, if you're excited about NC State football, hit that like button, and then make sure to uh, uh, follow us at Tuffy Talk now on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, y'all. But with that being se- said, we'll see you off in part two, and go Pack, y'all.